Hello and welcome to my podcast, Blagging Motherhood. I am your host, Elisha. Join me as I discuss, talk, moan and maybe cry about all things parenting. And I mean the good, the bad and more importantly, the goddamn ugly. What up legends? How are we all? I hope we're all good. Another week has gone by and hasn't the weather changed dramatically? Well, I think it has anyway. Um, I hope you all had a brilliant Halloween. I didn't do anything different. But fucking hell, how expensive are kids' costumes nowadays? 30 quid, some of them. I remember my mum used to just shove me in a bloody bin bag. Actually, I lie. I think I got a red devil dress once and some horns. But yeah, absolutely ridiculous prices these days. Kids are just expecting far too much for my liking. And yeah, the weather's changing so quickly. We had hail earlier, like actual hailstones. And uh, it seemed to go a little bit darker, which I love. I love getting my fucking candles out, lighting them bitches up. Love it. Anyway, so this week on the podcast, I am going to talk to you about co-parenting. Oh, what a fucking dream that is, eh? (laughs) Now, unfortunately, in today's, um, in modern society, there is a lot more co-parenting than there ever has been. Now, this isn't because we're shit at relationships, okay? This is because stuff has changed, life has gone on and things change and it means that we as women have fucking been given more rights and we have been able to leave men and men have been able to leave us rather than having to stay in this family unit. We're not in the fucking Victorian times. Um, so I know that there's, you hear it, don't you? Oh, there's a lot more, you know, divorced parents nowadays. Da, 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 da. Yeah, because actually we're in a society where we can do that now. Yay! <laughs> Anyway, so obviously I've been looking up co-parenting. So the Oxford Dictionary defines co-parenting as shares the duties of the child and responsibilities. Now, I know that there's going to be a fair few mums that are listening to this that are going to laugh their fucking heads off. Why has Prime just turned up at my house? It's not for me. Can't be. I'm sorry if it... No, he's going to go off. Apologies. I know that there's going to be a few mums out there that are going to laugh at that statement. Because if co-parenting... If that is co-parenting, then I've never co-parented, ever. Because the duties, the responsibilities are absolutely not shared. And did you know that there are three types of co-parenting? So, we've got parallel, which apparently is the most common. And this surprised me. Yeah, this actually surprised me. So, parallel parenting, parallel co-parenting is like as little interaction as possible. There's a plan in place. There's clear boundaries, consistency. Um, They stick to that plan and that is that. There's no, you know, moving it around or anything and basically the parents just don't fucking talk to each other and if if they do 
it's via email or their solicitors and stuff like that. And this is highly recommended for relationships that have, or mums, I suppose, parents, not mums, and dads that have been exposed to domestic abuse, violence, things like that. And it makes, I suppose, contact with the children safe as well, especially for them. I remember when I was going through court and stuff with Lewis's father and we, I didn't know that this is what it was, but the solicitors were saying, look, get a notebook, write everything down in the notebook that you need to tell his dad, put it in Lewis's backpack and send him off. And then his dad will need to read it, sign it, say that he's read it and then can respond if he needs to. Uh, Because every time he came to pick Lewis up, there would always be an argument or something else and Lewis would be caught up in the middle of that. So I have tried to do this, but it's really, really difficult when you're still stuck in a controlling relationship. So even though you're not together with that person, actually, he very he still very much controlled me. And it's only been the last couple of years, actually, that I've not let him. And Lewis is 14 this month. So it's a really, really, really long time, isn't it, for somebody to have that hold of you because as soon as he started shouting at me I I just reverted back to that person that I was when we were in a relationship and it's taken me a really really long time to find the courage and the strength to go actually no fuck you I am going to stand my own ground here and in all honesty he has got better as a parent as well as Lewis has got older but that is something that I have tried myself we had mutual drop-offs we um We did all of that. And to be honest, I'm not really sure what you would call our parenting style now. It's just kind of a, let's just try and get on. We don't always see eye to eye, but whatever we're doing at the moment is kind of working. So I'm just sticking with it. So let's move on to style number two. I feel like I'm on, um, what's it called? Uh, What's that bloody thing? that dating thing called Cilla Black um it's not blind date is it what's it called you know which one I mean anyway (laughs) she's like can we listen to guy number two she's not American so why am I doing that but you know style number two of (laughs) co-parenting is conflicted conflicted Something I think we're probably uh, a bit more aware of. So, conflicted is constant fighting, poor interaction, lack of cooperation, harmful, poor outcomes. Negative effects on child. I feel like this is something that we are more familiar with. And do you know what? Dare I say it, I feel like it's something that is more expected. Because... If I've done it, someone says to me, oh, yeah, we're not together. Oh, you go, oh, God, how is it with him or her? And if someone says to me, yeah, yeah, really good. He's such a good dad. Takes her out, does this, does that. We all instantly go, oh, no. Like, you know, oh, really? 
That's brilliant. Why are we surprised or shocked about that? That is how it should be. Just because you're not together doesn't mean they're not a fucking parent. And it's awful, isn't it? That we are like that. And I'm guilty because I, I do say that. If someone says to me, oh, yeah, it's brilliant. Oh, it's brilliant. I'm like, no. Anyway, so I feel like this is the most common, but it's not. Research said it is not. It is not. But it does have long-term effects on children. And that goes without saying, doesn't it, really? So we get behavioural problems. I mean, come on. They all have fucking behavioural problems. Let's face it. Fucking attitude, back chat. Lying, mum girl, oh. Anyway, so they've, let's get serious. They're at risk of developing um, emotional, social, and behavioral problems such as antisocial, um, hostility, uh, non compliant, delinquency, and um, not uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Or they internalise things instead. So depression, anxiety, withdrawal, dysphoria, all those kind of things. Now, I remember Lewis struggling, still does. There are still, he's still shown signs of, of it, of, you know, his experience as such and ongoing as well. I think there is an ongoing anxiety that he has with his father I don't think I know it there is okay but his dad does as well let me just say that that's something that his dad is is fully aware of as well and oh poor Lewis I'm going to say this on my podcast he's going to be fuming but he was wet in the bed until quite a older age I think he was wet in the bed until he was about 10 maybe 11 um but yeah, so that is kind of how it was with Lewis. He is very, even now he's very outward as such. He yearns for uh, affection, approval, um, acceptance, very much so. And I know as a mother, I don't always give him that. And I know that, and it's something that I do try and work on daily, but we're not all perfect. Let's face it, we're not all fucking perfect. But it's something that I know and I do try and work on. I don't know why I'm justifying myself to you fuckers, but I am. So, yes, it does. And it will do, won't it? They, they, they have these two parents which they have unconditional love for both, and they are stuck in the middle how how does a child who doesn't even understand emotion yet deal with such a situation that must be so so difficult for them and i know that when my parents split up i was what 13 when my mum and dad split up and i found it incredibly difficult i was self-harming i just rebelled i became very self-centred as well, spoilt. My mum felt the need to 
uh, almost not buy my love, but she would bring home things all the time for me because she she was trying to fill that void in. And I then became selfish. So when she would come home and I didn't have anything, I was a bit like, did you not buy me anything? Um, so, yeah, it's, it is hard. It is a really, really hard situation for any child. I think even as adults. I mean, I can't, I can't comment on that. My parents have already split up. But even as an adult, I suppose it would be very difficult as well, growing up with your parents together all of your life, to then having them not together. I suppose, and the roles would kind of feel reversed and that you would feel the need to comfort your parents rather than them comforting you. So that's quite interesting, actually, that, uh, yeah... It's just a shitty situation all round for everybody, isn't it? So I did have counselling um, when my mum and dad split up and it didn't fucking work. <laughs> it didn't fucking work. I've had a lot of counselling CBT in my fucking time. <laughs> anyway, one day I might actually be ready for it, but, well, I mean, you know, what's the point? What's the point? So... Now we go on to gentleman number three, which is style number three. This is like the creme de la creme. This is the cooperative. Cooperative parenting, okay? This is the gold standard of co-parenting. And this is where they plan and work together. They support each other without conflict. Um, They still get on and actually have conversation with each other and shit like that I mean wow living the dream right and obviously this has better outcomes for the children Ta-da! so um my child has just woken up okay I'm back I've got the boy sat on my lap he did wake up, obviously. So where was I? Where bloody was I? So yeah, this is better outcomes for the children, which is ultimately what we want, isn't it? We want better outcomes for our children, a healthier future for them, and an easier life for us. Let's face it. Well, that is ultimately what we what we want, okay? Also, do you know what I didn't say as well is... When I was going to court and things for uh, Lewis with his dad, well, actually, he took me to court, there was the big rise um, in father's rights and the judge that we had was fucking disgusting. He was awful. So I never stopped Lewis from seeing his dad. However, I did make sure that it was safe And basically the courts just put me out as being controlling. Um, All the rest of it, you might hear some little noises in the background. That's Ruben. Um, And that was really, really awful. I was there representing myself, going through uni, doing a nursing degree as a single parent, whilst he sat there with his legal representation. It was... 
I was just so frustrated. He didn't work. Doesn't work. Um, and yet here I was, a single mother, trying to better myself and my future for my child. Whilst he was smoking weed, he was driving around, he didn't have a job, but yet could afford a solicitor. I, and the judge was just so, so nasty with me that I ended up putting a complaint in and getting an apology from him. Really, really, really upset me. So I know I've talked about a little bit of my experience with co-parenting. Uh, please feel free to inbox me or something with any of your co-parenting experiences because having just mine is pretty boring, right? Um, and, you know, I'm just thinking as well, do you know what I hate co-parenting is when the other parent decides to use the child as a fucking weapon. Now, I know that this is so common. And let's face it, it's going to be the narcissist's that are going to do this because they do not care about their behaviour and what conflict and upset that it causes, even to their children, as long as they can try and maintain some control. And you know what else really annoys me is when you're going through legal proceedings, going through court or just doing it via the solicitors or even just face-to-face and you're bitching to your friends about it because that's what we fucking do... People then start to say, do you know what I've had? I'm going off subject here. I had people saying to me, like, at least he wants to see his child. And I need to be careful what I'm saying here. Because this was in the past. It's not now. Um, And I was just like, hold on a minute. This dude is like fucking rocking up to my house. Doing all sorts of shit in front of our child. What, you think that's okay? No, I don't. This is not what I want my son to see. This is not how humans treat each other. And I'm not going to fucking sit here and say it's not how men treat women. It's not how women treat men either. I wouldn't expect a mother going knocking on the door to go and see her children and giving him abuse. That is just not how it happens. And because, you know, you're like, oh, God, he did this, that and the other. They don't find them a threat or... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Unsafe with the children because they haven't caused harm to the children. Physically, I suppose, in quotes. But this does not mean that they're safe around children. Because they haven't directly abused them does not mean that they are safe. I think that needs to be, what's the word? Heard. It needs to be fucking heard. End of. For co-parenting to be successful, there needs to be mutual respect, doesn't there? And it doesn't mean that you have to get along. It doesn't mean that you have to go out together and do stuff with the children. Because let's face it, that would be bloody lovely if all of our co-parenting relationships were like that. Without our new partner getting jealous. And I'm not saying that as like from experience because that doesn't fucking happen anyway. But... Um, you know, we need to show children that do come from, I don't want to say broken family, I hate that saying, but separated parents that, you know what, 
we might not like each other, but we still have respect for each other. And I think that's fairly powerful, isn't it? I think, you know, why... Just because we're not together doesn't mean we respect each other because actually we've come forward in generations of we're not going to just stick together for the kids because that is not healthy in itself. And, you know, there's something that I always told myself when I was on my own and I was wondering whether I was doing things right and, oh, my God, I'm never seeing my son. I'm doing this degree. I'm doing it for myself. What am I doing? It's better to have one good parent than two broken ones. And it's something that I will always, always stick by. Your child will, will, will grow and flourish into a better human being by having one decent, stable parent than having two broken because they decided to stay together for the kids. I think we need to normalise separating and resolving issues, um, especially when both people are so unhappy. We need to show our children that we can still have a, a healthy family behaviour separately, and that's okay. End of. <laughs> End of. I've got nothing else to say about that. Also, by showing our children that we have mutual respect and that actually being on your own is okay, we also need to remember to not speak badly about the other parent. So whether they do make bad decisions or something that we don't agree with, whatever it might be, I'm not going to go calling out things, but whatever it might be, there's no need to bad mouth the other parent in front of the of your child or children there's no need for it there is never a excuse for it the only time i think the truth is different than bad mouthing if lewis asks me questions now now that he's older he's coming on 14 if lewis asks me questions i don't lie i don't lie to him i tell him how it is but i don't bad mouth his dad as such I don't sit there and call him this, that and the other. I just tell him what happened. But I never I never bad-mouthed him as, you know, when Lewis was younger. Nothing. And I... I don't know, maybe some parents would disagree with me and say, no, they need to know the truth from early on. But kids aren't stupid. They will make up their own mind. And talking from experience, when my parents split up, my mum did bad-mouth my dad. And it only pushed me closer to my dad. Because my mum was... I saw my mum as the bad parent almost. She was the one stopping me from seeing my dad. She was the one saying all these nasty things about my dad. He's still my dad at the end of the day. Blah, 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 blah. All of that shite. And so I think there needs to also be emphasis on co-parenting and just not being a knobhead. Just don't be a knobhead. At the end of the day, we've kind of got to push some of our feelings to one side, haven't we? Because it's not about us. It's about the fucking kids. Just don't be a knobhead. (laughs) Just don't do it. It is about the kids. They're the ones that are going to grow up. 
and have, what is it I said earlier, all these fucking social and behavioural issues and all the rest of it, just because you can't keep your emotions to yourself. There's a time and a place for it. And it isn't in front of kids. End of rant. (laughs) So I think I'm just going to wrap up here now, you know, because it's going on like 25 minutes. And I want to get some feedback from you guys and then maybe at a later date I can come and talk about this again when I've got some I've got some experiences some reviews some I don't know gossip (laughs) and as always like I always ask is please do share this podcast share 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 love 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 give me feedback and support me it's fucking free don't be a bitch about it just help me out here get this out to other mums and parents and have a lovely week and i'm gonna catch up with you motherfuckers next week bye thank you for joining me on today's episode if you enjoy the pod please click on the download button like and give me a review as it really helps me get it out there Also, if you're on Instagram, please give this episode a little screenshot and tag me. I'm on Instagram at mum underscore unfiltered. Thank you so, so much. (laughs) 